Welcome to the MHA Corner, presented by Maxwell Healthcare Associates. MHA Corner focuses on trends and topics that the home health and hospice industries face on a daily basis. Enjoy listening to conversations with industry leaders and our very own consultants on their firsthand experiences. In this episode, Operations Coordinator Hunter Sorensen will sit down with Senior Consultant Hannah Eccles and Consultant Kenny Eccles to discuss how MHA's analytics and reports can help organizations understand trends and patterns to improve their performance as an agency. You'll also learn about data confidence and how you can achieve data confidence with MHA. Hello and welcome to this episode of MHA Corner. Today's episode, we're going to be focusing on achieving data confidence with MHA's analytics and reports. I'm your host, Hunter Sorensen. I'm the marketing and operations coordinator for MHA. Joining me today are senior consultant Hannah Eccles and consultant Kenny Eccles. Uh, They are a husband and wife duo that were added here to MHA just a little over a year ago. Um, Hannah, you want to introduce yourself first and kind of give some background? Yeah, sure. Thank you, Hunter. So prior to MHA, I was a senior leader in the post-acute space for about seven years. Um, Much of that was in specifically data management. So that was everything from um, setting up replicated databases, doing advanced data analysis, uh, managing uh, data teams and across multiple platforms, including Power BI, ClickView, Tableau, and others. Um, and then just in general, my home health and hospice experience, um, I've been in, in that space since 2005, so about 16 years. All right, awesome. And Kenny, you want to give a little bit of background about you? Sure. I have a bachelor's in database administration where we focused on the data analytics and tools. I have a small business management background. I am Tableau certified and I've been here at MHA for just about a year. All right, awesome. Well, we're really lucky to have you guys and talk about what you guys know best and that is analytics and reports. Um, So again, going into today's topic, the main focus for today is really just talking about what is data confidence and how do agencies in the home health and hospice field achieve that? How do we get there? Um, So Hannah, if you wanna start us off, Sure. Yeah. So data confidence, um, that term was kind of coined because the majority of the customers that come to us, um, that that is probably their their most common concern. So I, I have lots of tools. I have lots of data. I know what most of it means, but I never can get to the same source of truth. I don't know what numbers to trust. I don't know what trends are important. Um, I don't know what to ask for from my builders. And so um, we kind of take that and and we have multiple different avenues that we can run with it but the end result is that we're trying to build that confidence level and that trust in their data so that those questions can be answered um, by the people who need to who need to know the answers you know at a moment's notice so what data to look at um, when and how to look at it and then who should be looking at it is it you know what what level of operator or executive etc you know needs their hands on which data and then from there just really building out that those performance guidelines for the agency um, and then being able to explain so you know we go into every 
um, every project and every build with um, with one question, and that's what story are we trying to tell? And then at the end of that build or or that first draft, we say, well, have have we done that? Is this telling the story that we set out to tell? And if it didn't, then we then we go back and revise because that's um, you know that's the name of the game. So um, you know, part of telling the story behind the numbers is you know understanding what you need to look at, how to use that information um, to take a, appropriate action, and you know really even from the perspective of um, predictive metrics. So let's not just um, you know look at what has happened up to now, but being able to to use our, our trends and our data to this point to predict what's going to happen and, and what we can do about that. Um, explaining variances in the data, um, being able to explain how things are calculated and and knowing the purpose there. Um, you, you have one more element there where you you have agencies that are not ready to get down to a single source of truth. Um, and that can be an, an ongoing challenge when it comes to data confidence because you may have three different numbers for the same metric. Um, but we still can can help those agencies because our goal there would be, you know, helping them be able to explain the differences. And and so you can still build some confidence there as long as everybody knows why they're different, what those variances are there for, and um, how they relate. Awesome. And Kenny, do you have anything to add to that? Well, I would say that part of what we do is, you know, it our job doesn't stop when we hand the dashboard over. You know, if some if we have a customer that for some reason doesn't understand or doesn't agree with numbers, you know, no matter how much longer there is down the road, we can come up, we can go back, we can check out the numbers, we can sit down with them, we can explain the numbers, and we can sort out if there is an issue. Mm -hmm. And so a question for both of you guys, um, you know, when we deal with um, clients uh, and help them achieve the data confidence that they they also need. You know, what's the change in, you know, what's the aha moment for you guys where you're like, okay, pieces are falling together. You know, the agency's really starting to get it. We gave them the tools that they have and now they can run with it. What's that feeling like in an organization? Well, I think, you know, having, having lived through um, many iterations of kind of that, that stabilization mode into an optimization mode, um, you can see kind of the the calm um, once there once that data confidence is established. So, um, you know, one day when you're when you're kind of you know boots on the ground and and you're trying to stabilize and um, it, it's similar even to you know an implementation type um, stabilization mode. There's just it's it's a little bit chaotic. Nobody trusts what they're seeing. There's you know, you you get questions. How can how can I trust this this information when I'm getting three versions? Or um, can somebody explain this calculation? Or uh, you know, you 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 shift from that kind of atmosphere to more of a um, oh yeah, I I know exactly where to find that information. And yep, those numbers look right. And you know, I'm able to make decisions based on these numbers now. And 
yeah, there is a variance here, but it's less than 3% and we agreed that less than 5% is manageable. So there's there's multiple different ways to look at it, but I guess the, the simplest way to describe it would just be, um, you know, confidence as as a descriptor in general, you know, just just feeling like you um, you can trust what you're dealing with and let let that drive your your actions in your business. And and that's you know, that's really that's really what every, you know, data analytics is about being able to take action based on your data to drive your performance. And so now, we're you know, we talked about what data confidence is and kind of what you know, we've seen how agencies have been able to achieve that. But, you know, in conversation that we've had prior to this recording session, you know, we were talking about Hannah's list of top 10 recommended must-haves to have in your home health or hospice analytical toolbox. And so I think that's a perfect segue to go right into our next slide here. Um, and just talking about these 10 categories of these must-haves to have in your analytical toolbox. Um, Hannah and Kenny, you guys could take it away here. All right, thanks, Hunter. So, um, yeah, these top ten are really geared, uh, and and I'm sure any any operator would would notice right up front are really geared toward this um, space. And you know what what is important. And when we you know this is across meeting with many customers, every customer wants to look at things a little bit differently. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, we have some industry standards and some best practices that are important across the board. And so we've tried to collect those. And when we go into that new customer that says, you know, I, I generally know what I want, but I've never really used anything more than Excel reports before. And so I want to be able to, you know, what should I start with or, or what's a good kind of um, a, a base place to, to get me started um, using data tools like this. And so this is the list that we work from for, for those customers. So um, as far as like admits and referrals, for example, you know, being able to look at uh, pending aging. So of all of those referrals that have not yet been admitted, um, what, it, what are the aging buckets of those and why are they still pending and what do we need to do? And um, so, you know, there's few actions that should be taken there and that's almost a, a daily management item, but it's hard to manage if you don't have that data in front of you. So, um, so the pending aging referral conversion is huge um, as well as non-conversion. So seeing that those conversion and non-conversion patterns and trends. Um, and then for any non-admits or non-conversion, um, being able to look at that by reason. So why aren't we converting um, these these patients so that's that those are probably the main focus areas for admits and referrals um order management we really look at kind of the life cycle end to end for you know with an order so what is not yet processed versus what has been processed but not yet sent to the physician versus what has been sent to the physician but not yet returned and then the aging of all of those categories um, and then, you know, some of those orders are going to impact um, billing directly. So for many customers, we we then tie that into um, how is this impacting your bottom line from a, a billing and financial standpoint. Uh, client demographics, this is really more for that kind of, um, I would say, 
a clinical and, and compliance and operational type leader, really looking at population breakdown by location, branch, geography, um, payer, age, race, uh, diagnosis, um, any of those things that really kind of tell a story about your patient population. And this is really important in area, or in agencies that have um, a pretty um, a pretty big footprint. So you're you're actually in different regions of the country. This this would be a good um, tool to have. And then of course pulling in episode type details and trends as we can. Um, worker productivity. So Kenny's actually done some pretty creative things with productivity recently. So I'm going to let him speak to that. So with the worker productivity field and office, you really need to be able to track and see how your offices are doing and how your individual workers are doing. You need to be able to track the productivity to know whether or not your offices may be overstaffed, understaffed, whether or not your workers are succeeding in fulfilling their obligations for the week. The productivity also tracks, you know, such as missed visits, which we have been able to trend and find common themes, you know, as the way missed visits will trend on a weekly basis. So that allows to figure out who your higher achieving workers are. You're able to then take those with analytics and pull out, you know, proper times for travel and mileage and to know which people are actually producing and which offices are actually producing and how many workers you need in an office based on how many patients you have in an office at a given time, which will allow you to know how and when you should hire a new person because you're looking to expand in the near future or it looks like that your census is going up. So it get, gets you ahead of the curve by tracking worker and office productivity. One more kind of a dovetail on uh, productivity we we recently have done, and I think it's pretty impactful, is um, around caregiver optimization. So being able to, at a discipline or a skill level, say, you know, where can an agency gain efficiency with scheduling when you can use a, a different skill um, and, and then how does that impact um, the bottom the bottom line and the bottom dollar? So, um, you know, that that's a, a pretty um, a pretty important one we've been uh, that has been requested lately. And then so going right into home health and hospice um, key metrics. So these are just kind of those daily um, those daily metrics that you want to to keep a pulse on um, with regard to census. Um, length of stay, discharge information, um, you know, for a hospice, you know, really getting down to patient days, level of care, cost per day, for a home health, looking more at that case mix and, and gross margin percent, utilization management. Um, and then that ties, you know, for, for your finance team uh, into kind of that, that billing and claims detail by payer, revenue adjustments, um, specific to hospice, that room and board billing, and then specific to home health, um, all of those PDGM metrics and tracking LUPAs and LUPA percents by branch. Um, AR aging is is a big one. Um, and, and really breaking that down by payer, by, by um, aging reason, aging bucket. Um, 
And then let's see, moving on into war for home health and hospice. So really having kind of that um, weekly audit report that looks at many of the same metrics as your home health and hospice key metrics, but without uh, it, it's it's much more condensed and it's just where we're giving you that snapshot view on a weekly basis. How does your agency look? And some of the data tools that we use actually allow a couple of things like event based um, alerts um, or subscriptions and and by using those tools. Um, you're able to, you know, it, it's there's more of a push versus you having to go and, and find and look at data. So you would instead get an email when either um, an, an event hits a threshold that's set up based on business rules. And um, and so that triggers that event based alert saying, hey, I need attention. You know, here's what's happening um, or just a daily or weekly subscription of a specific publication so that you can, you know, you don't have to go fishing for it. It it comes to you and it's scheduled and you can um, look at that weekly audit information. Um, for sales trends, so um, generally speaking, sales trends, we really focus on kind of referral volume trending source by um, by your marketers or your uh, business development folks, and then your conversion by those two categories as well. Um, and then we've recently done some custom work where we even expand that further, um, looking at conversion by many other factors um, and, and other dimensions, including like at a payer level. So um, Kenny has had a, a couple of custom builds, one of which is, is extremely robust and dynamic. And I think that's part of um, that's part of the fun of it is that, um, you know, where where we we go into every build with the the mindset of keep it simple. We we want it to be usable. We don't want it to be over complicated or over complex to where the data is just too hard to read and and you know it's it's just not useful. But at the same time, if you can look at one dashboard and it tell you multiple different related stories, then then that that itself can be useful. So it's very much a, a balance and kind of a, it's it's almost like we're painting a picture like, you know, artwork in a sense. Um, so do you want to talk about your 555 a little? Yeah, one of the one of the things that we have done for sales trends is the the health of your referral source is directly related to the health of your agency in the first place. And we've made it so that you can actually track your referral sources by how well they would be graded as far as are they a paying customer? Are they a Medicare customer? How long does it take to admit the person? How many of the people that this particular agency sends do we get admitted? And also to the fact of how much on average a day do we make off them? So we've been able to sit there and pull all that apart to try to get to a health level for your referral sources and then rank them so that you can find, you know, where your best referrals are coming from. All right, so let's see, finishing up with clinical and executive. So um, for the clinical level, that's really focused for that uh, senior clinical leader, um, similar to what we talked about earlier um, under client demographics, but really getting a little more granular. So. Uh, wound trending for home health, hospitalization trending, 
um, looking at different um, QI, QA encoding type events, um, being able to pull data from uh, OASIS, HIS, or even um, you know physical assessment data and trend those items. So you know this one, this one we really get um, granular with the customer to find out exactly what kind of trends they they want to see at a clinical level. But again, it tells the story about your patient population, you know, and and that can be helpful, especially when you have agencies that focus on one type of patient. So maybe um, you know a heavy uh, orthopedic recovery focus, for example. Um, so there, there's a few few different gains there if it's a right fit for for your agency. And then lastly, the executive agency health report. So this is very custom to Maxwell, and we've spent a lot of time developing this over the past year. And this is where we break down um, at at a functional level, and and we focus on five key areas so clinical financial operational sales and compliance and uh, we give that executive team a score in a sense um, so you have a, a single score then that score breaks down to those five areas and you have a score um, in each area and then you can break down even further to um, to see what metrics are making up those health scores so it's it's very much like a red yellow green approach to your overall agency health and with those key metrics that are important to that executive team. So that one is um, it, it's actually uh, been something that's been almost a year in the making and we're getting ready to go live uh, with it with our first couple of customers. So that's a, an exciting one. That's awesome. Really exciting stuff there. And so that's actually a really good segue into, you know, what MHA can provide. I know we kind of dug into it a little bit with those 10 top 10 must haves in your analytical toolbox, but to kind of dive in a little bit more, you know, um, just plugging in what MHA can do for you. Our team of experts are always on standby, ready to assist your agency and whatever your needs can be. And one of the great things about analytics and reporting is we can really tailor and customize those solutions for your agency to fit your organizational structure and culture, ultimately to achieve the goals that you want to achieve. Um, so from that, I'm gonna let Hannah and Kenny dive into a little bit more of what MHA can do for you guys. So one of the best things is we're able to go in and get in the trenches and talk to every level of worker in an agency and do things that may spend them hours to do on a weekly basis, we can go to them and go, tell me what takes up your time. And then we can take and turn that around in analytics so that they can run reports or see numbers that was taking them maybe a couple hours to put together every week. You know, we put them together on a, in a dashboard and all they have to do is spend five minutes running it. And that makes it, you know, that makes it so much easier for them. You know, so we're able to go to them and say, if you had an easy button, you know, what would it do? What would it get rid of that would make your week a lot easier and a lot more manageable? So they're able to get a lot more done. So a few other things that that we offer um, are, are really kind of staff augmentation. So training your staff and that can be um, and, and I would say we probably get 50 50 as far as requests on this, but um, helping your your report developers and builders become um, more skilled 
in in their own art themselves. So, you know, helping them get comfortable with whatever tool they're using, um, <clears throat> helping with data validation and knowing what numbers from an industry and a best practice standpoint are important and how those trends impact one another, how those trends impact the bottom line. So, you know, kind of taking their their data and and tool knowledge to a next level so that when MHA rolls off um, until we're needed again, that agency remains in good shape because you have a, a good strong team of, um, of report builders and developers uh, behind you. Um, and then your end users. So often we will have that, that need where agencies not only want us to, um, to, to develop uh, or create these different um, kind of dashboards and, and analytics for them to tell certain stories, but then find a way to train my staff. You know, I, the, many staff don't even use this. Some some levels of staff don't know what a dashboard is, and so um, help me find a way to to easily translate and communicate that so that uh, we're all optimizing together. We're all building data confidence together and um, we're all looking at the same data and using the same tools. And then the, these last two kind of tie in together. So kind mm -hmm. of that data validation, um, management and governance, couple of different things there. So, you know, we have agencies who it's, sometimes it's a matter of just explaining the data that they're using and what it means and, and how it calculates or how to put certain data together and make it tell a story. So just kind of being the support behind that builder and creating some optimization there. But then there's also the desire, um, you know, sometimes, and, and we've had the same thing, you know, internally with our analytics team, sometimes we just get stuck and, uh, and, and sometimes you're just too close to something and, and data is a, is a funny thing. So, um, you know, sometimes we'll just reach out to one another and and kind of phone a friend ourselves and say, hey, can you can you help me with this calculation or or do you know what data source I can use for for this? So being able to phone a friend and and that's one thing that we offer. We have customers who kind of have a phone a friend subscription with with our team where they can reach out by by email or phone or what have you and say, you know, I'm really struggling with with this one item or or I can't find this data or this calculation doesn't look right to me, but I can't figure it out and I've spent five hours on it already. And so we're that second set of eyes to help fill in the gap there. And then lastly, kind of that change management process. So for agencies who, you know, who who lack that change control and change management, which lends to not having a single source of truth because you have you have different truths coming from lots of different areas trying to tell the same story, but they're not matching. So helping stand up that change management process is key. And and we have, um, you know, customers who who have a great desire to um, not only optimize their analytics, but also to to create that level of governance so that they can maintain that that very clean um, set of artifacts and data confidence going forward. One of the main things that we're able to do with our agency, we've helped so many different agencies out there that we are able to see more issues and be able to be in the circle of solving more problems than, say, you may have in your own analytics team in your agency who sees just 
through, you know, their data and their system, you know, we see the same data through 20 different agencies or more. And we're able to talk with more people, find out more issues before they even are able to impact some agencies. And we're able to see and find things that should be watched, different criteria that this agency over here may want to watch. And we find out that it's something that we can take over here to this other agency and say, hey, you know, that this is something that nobody's really looking at, but it's we're finding that it really is impacting the work. Our vast network allows us to better serve all the different agencies. Yeah, and I think that's a really good point to add, Kenny, because ultimately our group of experts are all people that are handpicked from the industry and have expert level knowledge in what they know. You guys are handpicked because of what you guys know in the industry and what you guys can provide. And with a, a, a very knowledgeable team that is constantly out in the field learning from agencies about what works best for them, we can usually take that and come up with better solutions for the next client that comes along. Or we can optimize past projects because we've, we've ran into things that are actually even better. So all that to say is our team is constantly growing, not only in numbers, but also in knowledge base because of the experience that are given to them from our clients. And when it comes to data and analytics, there's so many more things, whether it be technological tools um, or, or just overall methodologies that come out, we're always at the front running of it. And so we're going to provide that to you. And we want to give that to you in terms of uh, custom and tailored solutions to help your agency. All right, guys, and I think that's going to wrap us up for this episode of MHA Corner. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you to my guests, Kenny and Hannah Eccles, for joining us today. Um, any last words you guys want to say before signing off here? No, I, I think we're good, but thank you for having us, Hunter. Yeah, we appreciate you having us on, and um, Look forward to helping out what other agencies we can. All right, awesome. Well, if you guys want to learn anything more about what we offer and how we do things for at MHA, you guys are always welcome to visit our website at maxwellhca.com. That is maxwellhca.com. Thank you guys, and we're signing off. Tune in next time to learn about the latest industry topics and trends from experts in the home health and hospice industries.